rise up Whoa, not gonna give up Whoa, we're gonna rise up Welcome to Rise Up, hosted by me, Steve Cullum. I'm so, so thankful that you're here, and I'm so glad that um, uh, you get to hear this awesome interview that I do with Jay Putty. He is an amazing artist, songwriter, and uh, he's had so many sync placements in the industry, over 500 in the last, just the last few, uh, just the last few years. And now he also uh, creates these very successful groups that he is helping people do what he is successfully doing so it's going to be amazing we're going to be talking about a lot of uplifting things a lot of a lot of um business or goal driven or uh wisdom nuggets that he shares and uh i i really hope you get a lot out of it because it was it was inspiring for me to actually uh to interview jay it was, it was amazing but um i also want to let you know that this podcast is um is sponsored by my patreon account you can go there by going to patreon.com forward slash steve com and uh i ask that you know you think about um sponsoring um sponsoring one of these a month or uh you know you can go there and donate any amount um become a subscriber come become a um uh, uh somebody who enables these interviews to keep going because it takes money um it takes staff members to go through all this go through all the information and and hopefully i really want to give you great interviews i really want to give you great um podcast um uh inspirational motivational um little things that you can take away uh, you know i i started this um after my my stillborn son was born at the beginning of this year 2023 and um i wanted to give him a voice i wanted to give him um i wanted to do i wanted to be better through through him being with us and and going to heaven i wanted i wanted this world to be better through that even though he wasn't here and i thought let me start up a let me start up a podcast um called rise up uh inspirational and motivational stories and messages because i want you to be better i want people to be better because of asher and so um so please you know i, I and that's the whole reason why i started this podcast and so hopefully you're getting a lot out of it and if you are um Show me, show me you are, or if you if you want me to keep doing this, um, I think about becoming a sponsor and um, head over there to my Patreon account, which is patreon.com forward slash Steve Colm, and you can become a partner of many different um, many different ways. But uh, head over there. But let's go ahead and dive into this amazing interview with Jay. That's another another life lesson too, because it's like you 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 did the research and then you figured out a way that you could make it yours. And so you're not just copying. You're not just like, oh, they did that. So I'll do the exact same thing or so close. You're adapting that and you're adapting that and you're adapting that and you're making it yours. And you're saying it, as you just said, in a, in a way that's never been said before. So you're actually making the world a better place in, in your zone, in your area. You're making the world a new place. You're creating a new thing. And it's, uh, I think it's just so cool. And I, I think for anybody doing whatever they're doing there's great keys there of 
doing the research, but then making it yours and making it better. And uh, <laughs> there's tons of gems here. Uh, <laughs> Jay, you're off. This is awesome. I, I don't know if there are gems. Like I, like I said, like I'm just like my philosophy for everything is like, I like kind of like going back to the story originally uh, about how I got my guitar. Like music has always meant so much to me um, that for me, like the least I could do to like give back in music is that I can't water down like my own like vision that I want for things because then we get into that, like, um, you know, for lack of better words. And, and I've, I've seen this in label pitching in country and pop and everyone says it's just like, Oh, like there's no, like, there's no substance. There's no like actual value to these. It's like, it's factory made. And like, that's kind of like what I, I see even in the world of sync now, where it's like, if you get your woes in the right place, if you make sure to say something about like celebrate or like rise up or like whatever. And, and I'm just like, I, I legitimately, uh, and this is just like from my perspective, but I think if that is, only how you write because you think you'll get paid for it i think it is a waste of time and talent yeah because at the end of the day you're not saying anything and you're not wanting to and i'm like music has always been used as a way of protest of a way of coping as a way of emotional like expression and i think like that desire to essentially commoditize like the song to that point kind of like takes away like why you like why you want to create in the first place, which usually people drive into that and they go into just doing that. Cause they're like, I love music so much, but I need to make money for it to justify why I keep spending all this time and money on it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like the, I'll sacrifice this because I can still say I do it. I, my, my best friend, Michael has that same uh, philosophy because he does like the sound better stuff. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. like, and he's like, after a while, he's like, at first I did it. Cause I, I wanted to say I do music full time. Like I make my living from music full time. And he, then he's like, I am not creating anything I care and love about, which is kind of like, he's like, I clock in and I clock out. And he's like, that's never what I wanted to do with music. And I feel like sometimes when we just always are chasing the brief, that's what happens mm-hmm. is we go, as long as I can say I'm making money from music, I'm happy. And like at the end of the day, it's just like, but are you, right are you, are you making music right i know and a lot of those times it's uh it's um in it, some of those some of those are stepping stones to getting to the place and even discovering that is like oh so joining that joining with that publisher or doing sound better and for anybody who's not sure what sound better is it's a place where you uh people hire you online from anywhere around the world and you will sing or play guitar or whatever instrument whatever you do you will do a work for high. You will, they will pay you. You will give them what what they want with music wise, and so then you're constantly doing someone else's dream. You're constantly, and it's not your dream. And so, um, so that's what sound better is. But, but you're absolutely right. At the end of the day, well, what do you really find your happiness in? What do you, what do you created here for to do? And I think that's so important for people to find that. And, um, and, and that's so cool. And and and, and how you got to try things and that's what you've been doing jay you've been uh you've been you you wrote k-pop you didn't shy away and you got a number one hit and then uh and then you've also now you've got like hundreds five over 500 placements on uh, tv shows and uh films and and stuff around the uh, around the world and now you've also 
stepped into a place of helping people by creating uh, very successful Facebook groups and um, social media groups where people are in this community and you're you're giving them these these gems, these nuggets daily. You know, I see I see awesome posts from you daily. I think I, I appreciate that, and that kind of stems from. Uh, I mean, I grew up in like small Southern Indiana and every chance I like got to try and do music, it was always like, Hey, like if you want to learn this, if you want to experience this at all, like it's going to cost. And when I moved to Nashville, I had negative $14 in my bank account. I didn't come from money. Like I, I never had money. Uh, I still don't have money. Um, and so it always like frustrates me because everyone always says like, you know, what do you need for your career today? Time and money. That's that's usually the two things. Well, time is the one thing we can't get back. So if I can save somebody some time by saving them some money and just like drop something that mentors over and time again have done for me, that's literally like easy. So easy. My like my biggest uh two of my biggest mentors. Uh, Randall Foster, he used to head Olay Publishing, and now he's the head of uh, Symphonic here in Nashville. I mean, I'm, this dude, if you knew like his just resume, I remember calling this dude one time, and it was the most trivial complaining session I had. It was completely, I, I was literally, I was one of those, it was a call where I was being a jealous, very not nice person calling and complaining. I remember I called Randall listened to me for an hour, like complain, gave me incredible advice and goes, Jay, like, I can't spend any more time on the phone right now. Like I'm on vacation with my family. And I was like, Randall, why'd you even answer the phone in the first place? And he goes, you called, you needed me. I answer. Wow. And like when he did that and, you know, Matt, uh, Matthew Bronley, uh, who's incredible producer here in Nashville, uh, as well, does a lot of things over like Sam Tenez, uh, Ruri, uh, Ru, I have a stutter. I can't say that word. Uh, and Ruel <laughs> yeah. and Flurry, yeah. Um, just always being so open to like answer questions, give advice, open doors. I'm like, dude, like I'm nobody. If they can do that for a nobody at any second of any time of the day, then the least I can do is the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that and that's awesome, and that and that shows you know you want to help people, you want to, you want them to be successful, and I, I think that's so cool. And um, you just said something before that you said um, uh, you had like negative fourteen dollars in, in your bank account when you moved from uh, you said Indiana, you moved from Indiana to Nashville. Now, walk me through that that process of of some of that thinking that you had because there's many viewers, many listeners who are wanting to take the leap you know they want to take the leap of faith or they want to just step out and just do this but they're scared and then they look at their bank account and then they're like there's no chance there's i I don't even you know i've only got a couple hundred bucks in there how can i do it when you actually had negative 14 dollars in your account so what we through some of the process some of the hurdles that you that you had to overcome to get to do that so i always like i always tell people like i understand that like when it's come time for like making the sacrifice, it's really, really hard with commitments. The older I've gotten, the more I like cling to stuff like that. When I did that, I was 21. So like a little less responsibility. I acknowledge that. Um, I also acknowledge how reckless 
that was of me. (laughs) But for where I was at at the time, I was 21. I was working in a construction warehouse, like inside sales, all that kind of stuff. I was so profoundly unhappy with my life. Like I was working a, a job, but really I wanted to do music. I was in Southern Indiana where like, I mean, I just went back a couple weeks ago to help my mom pack up uh, her house so we can get her out. Cause after my dad passed, she was like, I don't want to be in this house anymore. I swear to God, this city has not changed in 30 years. And that like, that's not like me, like bad mouthing it, like legitimately like the paint, everything has not changed. And I, and I couldn't be there anymore. And this was, you know, seven, eight years ago now. I just, I couldn't. And so when I was working at this construction warehouse, they're like, hey, by the way, you know, they opened up a new position in Nashville. So you can transfer down if anyone wants to do it. And for a robotics specialist, I didn't, I didn't go to college. I didn't have a degree. So I said, you know what? I'm going to try. So I lied on my resume, uh, did a, just made up a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Lied. Oh yeah. 99% of the people in the world do anyway. So. Yeah. Like literally did this, uh, interview on a Thursday lied. Like there was two other people interviewing for this job. One was someone from another, um, like competitor construction warehouse. And the other was a college grad all did this before i lied 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 to this interview and they're like cool you got the job can you start on monday so it's thursday it's monday and i'm like yes because you know what if i was gonna lie i might as well just keep going absolutely i can and i by the time i walk from inside the warehouse to my car i'm like why did i say yes like i have no money i was like i knew i was not gonna have any money so I looked at my account and it literally said negative $14 and I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I'm just gonna have to go back in and say, Hey, sorry, can't afford to do it. And there was just something in me, like in that moment that said, you won't know unless you try. So what I did before I even left the parking lot, like I called my bank and I gave him like a, a sob story. I'm like, Hey, if you can give me a loan of like $6,000, I, I promise I know that I've been late on every payment. My credit is like 500 right now. Uh, but I just accepted a job that was going to pay me better. Uh, I need this to try and find a place to move and like have like have money to be able to like live down there for the next couple of weeks. So th- this is why I love credit unions. This is why I, I don't do big banks. I do like small banks because you can sob story a small bank and they go, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> and so I got the loan. And I, I like, I was like, okay, I'm down here for like an, another day at least. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get on Craigslist uh, and try and find an open room. And there was one room available and there I was like, cool, I'm going to go there right now. And it was like, by this time it was like 7 PM at night. And I, I don't know how I'm not like not dead because I answered a Craigslist ad for a room and I ended up going into this cabin in the woods looking house <laughs> swear to god <laughs> it was, right there <laughs> it was wild but yeah ended up doing that uh you know asked for the loan found the place by just finding like whatever one worked and i moved i basically drove back from uh nashville that the next morning and then 
like moved everything down that weekend and I started work on Monday. So it really was uh, the breaking point for me. It was like, I would, I just, I was really profoundly unhappy with my life. And I was like, I won't be happy unless I actually try. Cause I knew I could, you know, I knew I could, you know, even if I tanked my life and I went into all this debt, I didn't go to college. So I knew I wouldn't like, you know, go into debt, like, like that. Yeah. College uh, students have got so much debt already. Yeah. And I was like, I'd rather try it now in my twenties and at least say I gave it everything than go, well, oh, well, because yeah. I mean, I was unhappy just being in like being in Evansville. What would happen if I would have stayed in Evansville for another 10 years? Like I would rather at least try no, and I, I think that's just absolutely an amazing story. And and I hear a lot of the same kind of little lessons, you know, that that you got to a point where you were so desperate. You were just like, no more, no more. And just like, you know, fist down, just like, no way, no more. This is the end. I'm something's gonna something's gonna break. Something has to change right now. And so and one of the places that you picked, like in, in the States, like there's a short like for the music capitals of the of the of, of America are pretty much like there's lots of little niche ones, but pretty much it's LA, Nashville, and 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 New York. And so you picked one of those places where you knew that you could a hundred percent try this thing out. You'll never know till you try, is what you said. And so you 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 dived in, and I think that's an awesome key that like. For anybody listening, if you're at a place or if you feel like you're nearly at a place where it's going to, it's, it's, you know, that's a good place. You could have everything, you're up, up against the wall and the whole world is about to crumble. That's a great place to be because that's where you could be like, let it crumble. I'm doing this. I'm going off this way. And and then the last, the, one of the other keys, I'm just pulling out all these gems from your stories, Jay. It's so cool. The other thing is you, you're all the things in front of you said, no, your bank account said, nope, there's no chance. You can't do this. But you didn't accept that. You didn't accept the situation in front of you. You said how, you know, the big thing I always tell my listeners is don't say you can't say, how, how can I? And so that's what you did. You said, how, and you, you got on the phone and, and, and you fudged some of the things on the, uh, on the on the um resume. And you said, how can you do that? And look where you're at now. I bet your life would be a million times different if you didn't move to Nashville. I probably wouldn't do music, honestly. Because, yep. I mean, I, I'm still really close to, like, all my friends from back home. Uh, like, we've been, we've all been friends for, like, 16 years. Um, and some of them still do music, but it's, like, it literally, it's, like, a hobby. It's, like, oh, cool. Like, every couple of weeks we might, like, play a show, like, at, at a bar, but it's not, like, doing music yeah i like that that was always like my man if i never make it i'll just end up being like a nickelback cover band when i'm like 40 or 50 because i think that'll be fun Mm -hmm. and it's it's kind of like you said like i i didn't want to accept no i i i firmly believe that this music like the music industry in general is if you don't learn to pivot then you might as well, you know, get off the horse because everything that you think should happen will not. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, it really is all about like, okay, what opportunity is, is coming forward? Like, what do I actually want to do? Mm-hmm. And like, for me, I was always like, songwriter was my most passionate thing. Like, how could I just be like more of a songwriter? And it wasn't, it wasn't until like recently that I, I found like the artistic voice of like, oh, like, no, I, I am an artist too. Like that should be a focus because at the end of the day, like it really was just write the best song possible and everything else will come. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and, and you've done that. And I know you do that also in your production, right? Do the best production you can and the rest will fall. And it's, uh, you know, I've heard some of your production and um, it's really, really good. So tell us a little bit about um, learning like that transition from, from being a songwriter, because there's lots of songwriters out there who are poem writers or people that might even write uh, notes for a book, but they haven't completed it. So tell us about how you switched or added, I should say, added songwriting. You were a songwriter and you added uh, the production world to complete the book, complete the the song. Uh, tell us a bit about uh, So that's, that was, a, again, like, I just think like right time, right place, like pandemic happened. Um, I was out of a job because pandemic, um, I had all this time. I've been around, I'd been around studios and like incredible producers my entire life. And so a lot of things, like when I started like getting, once I got like familiar with like the, you know, this is the steering wheel, this is the gas, this is the brake, all that like vicarious knowledge that I've gotten through like 10 plus years of being in studios started flooding my head of like, oh, you do this, oh, you do that. Um, and so it just really felt good being behind there. I had like great friends, like show me tips and tricks, but I, again, like on a pivot, like you, you can't replace a great producer. Um, and so I, like I say that in like, I got very lucky that I ended up being pretty all right, but I still work with other producers too, especially if it's my music, because I know for a fact that I'm too close to it. And so the value of a great producer, someone who can, see the forest from the trees um i it's invaluable uh because again like if we're here to get the best song possible like i want to work with the best yeah. i don't want to assume i'm the best uh and i like so i say like for anyone that like listens is like i'm going to get into production do it because you love it like i did it out of necessity like mine was truly a necessity and I found out I loved it because the more I did it, the more I was like, Oh, I like, I actually really love this. It feels like an extension of my songwriting process now versus like, I'm doing it because I either want to save money or I want to make demos or whatever. Like I will still default to someone else being the producer in the room sometimes because I would rather be a songwriter. That was so amazing. Thank you so much, Jay, for for your time and your wisdom. You shared so many great, um, great points, great takeaways. And I encourage all the listeners, you know, use those little keys that you learned. Any of those things that got you inspired or any of those little takeaways, write them down on a little stick-it note uh, or post-it note. And I write them down where you can see them and, 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 and and read it over the next few days. Read it over, you know, whether you're not you're you're driving in your car or when you get to work, you know, um, put it on a little sticky note or a post-it note. Put it on your car or meditate over that. Go over that. Give it. Go over those words many many times because 
um, one thing I've learned in um, in uh, uh, in teaching and and mentoring and coaching people is uh, repetition is the key to learning. And so going over it, reading over those notes, reading uh, it helps absorb and it helps you to do what you're writing down that you want to want to become uh become or accomplish so um so i'm so glad that you got a lot out of it and uh also i want to let you know please head over to my patreon account patreon.com forward slash steve and uh seriously think about becoming a, a supporter a, a partner with me to continue these amazing interviews and i want to interview so many people and give you guys so many amazing inspirational and motivational stories so head over there and uh, i will see you there and i'll see you in the next one Whoa, not gonna give up Whoa, we're gonna rise up